Welcome to Just Another Show. Thanks for tuning in. Your hosts today are myself, Jade, George, Carrick, and Greg. What's up, everybody? What's up, beautiful people? What's going on? What's going on? Ohio, go say mas. Word. Um, speaking of that, George, you, uh, you, um, you and Jade be going to that. What's the that? Is that place really that good? Huh? That noodle shop. Yeah. I need to bring um, it. You said that. Yeah. Rudo. Yeah. Is it it's is it really good. that good? I seen you went. Y'all went. What? This is y'all third time going. Uh, that's our second time. Oh, we went there twice, and we went to Super Saiyan once. Jay likes Super Saiyan more. I like Naruto more. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, hello, everyone. Um, we are back once again. I mean, we just end this thing. Uh, we start off like we usually do. How's everybody doing? Greg, how you doing? Man, I'm doing, I'm actually doing pretty freaking good, you know? Work is going fine for me. I'm not being bothered by the managers no more. They're going to leave, leave me the hell alone. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's great. I'm getting my body back in shape, but it's hurting. My freaking legs are dead right now. They're not dead, but not, like, they hurt like hell. Only because I had a PT test on Sunday, and then I played basketball for like four hours yesterday, and just yes, you still my bed. ball at you still playing ball at Poly? Of course. Okay. How y'all be getting in there? Still, you know. Oh, <laughs> you OG like me, you know. I might just slap my SBSU card in there when, when for the one time. <laughs> They're gonna say what the hell is this green thing? I've never seen this before in my life. SPSU's never heard of it. George, how you doing? Uh I'm doing fine, doing fine. Y'all niggas got any uh prayers to spare? Send one out for my uncle. It was an accident. Word, word. Prayers up for him. So how's the pat machine? Uh me and Pappy's doing fine. You know, we we ganging it out. Almost had uh, 90 days with them. That's when I'm supposed to see the real improvements. So, all is good with that. Okay, cool. Miss Jade, how are you? Um, I'm alive for the most part. <laughs> That's your answer every week, Jade. Because I am. <laughs> it's going to be my answer until I'm not. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not ever not anytime soon. Word. Um, I'm doing okay myself. Uh just um just work, man. Trying to stay ahead of uh myself, like with this whole being employed thing. Trying to figure out if I should stay or leave or or when I need to do those things. So it's a lot of mental gymnastics I'm trying to figure out. Some days I feel like, oh, I should be here for a while. And then the next day I'm like, eh, this shit ain't going to work out. So it's a lot of that. Um, but other than that, everything cool. Um, we can get we can get right into it. So uh, starting with probably like the biggest thing I think on this list and for the past two weeks is the Botham gene. 
John update. George, say his name, please. So I stop fucking John. Both them, John. Um, if you've been living under a rock, basically, uh, if you're a listener out there, um, Botham John was the guy who was uh, last year, I believe that was last year, um, who was shot in his own apartment um, by a woman who claimed she mistakenly uh, mistook his apartment for her own, saw him laying on the couch, thought he was an intruder, and then proceeded to shoot at him and killed him. Fast forward a year, um, the trial has uh, was started, ended, and now she's been sentenced uh, she was sentenced to 10 years um, for murder of both of them, John, and it kind of caused a bit of a um, couple different paths of frustration, I guess you could say, um, because of how everything kind of played out after a really seemingly good defense um, for her to be put in prison for, for a long time. So I guess we can kind of walk through some of the emotions for that. I think I kind of split it up. So let's, we can start with this actual sentence. She got sentenced to 10 years, um, five years. Uh, she has to serve at least five years of her sentence in prison. Um, and then she can be up for parole. Uh, how do we feel about that? Um, do we think that's enough time that's justified? Is that not enough time? Um, I guess we could start there. Jade, how do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, it's definitely not enough time. It's essentially saying that it's five years for a human life. And again, parole, which means that you have restrictions, sure, but you're still out on the streets living your life while this man is decomposing at that point so yeah I don't, I don't think it even touches enough time but I don't know at least she got something because there is always that possibility of her just being able to walk and live her life after killing the man in the comfort of his own home so yeah and to provide further context because I forgot I, I would be remiss not to remind the this was a white woman um, who was also a cop who was off duty, who shot a black man in his own home. So just, you know, reminding everyone of the, not, you know, reminding the audience of the context. Um, Greg, how do you feel about the sentence? It's complete BS. I mean, oh, honestly, I'm not really surprised at it just because, you know, She's white. So they're going to have to break her off something. Basically, all she got was five years for killing somebody. For getting her character slandered of all the text messages. All they gave her was five years. The family hugging her. I don't agree with none of that crap. One kid who, uh, one witness who was a neighbor dead. The other one lost her job and lost her credentials. They affected. And she about to walk the streets. And what's it? 2019, she'd be able to walk the streets by 2024, 2025? Yeah, I mean, basically, she's serving the average time so, uh, 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 a full-time student would get a bachelor's degree in college, basically. Yeah, complete BS. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm not saying I hope she doesn't make it through her sentence, but, you know, 
Oh, she gets beat up. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Word. Um, George, uh, how do you feel? And I, I guess this is, I, we, I could, I'll use you for like the pivot here because you have the most context of like how the actual, what was presented for her, like to determine to the jury, like why, you know, why she should get an extensive amount of time. Um, so how do you feel about the sentence and also, um, talk about, I guess, a little bit of like what evidence the not the defense the pro is it defense or the, the, the prosecutors maybe who's on the side that's not on her side prosecutors the prosecutors right and talk about kind of like their what what they what they gave like the evidence that they had for her. um so the sentencing was was pure ass um uh, prosecution gave, you know, the what I was talking about yesterday, the text, you know, seen not too long after killing the nigga, she was out here trying to fuck a married nigga. Um then the the post that she had on social media, the racist text she had about MLK Day, um and just how many mistakes she made. It wasn't like it was one mistake. This bitch made so many fucking mistakes. And then her being a trained professional to me makes it even more unacceptable because the bitch is a trained professional. Like, if she would have followed police protocol, she would have called somebody and then they would ask what her location is. She would have checked and she would be like, oh shit, I'm at the wrong place. And our nigga would have been alive. So... I ain't really feeling sympathetic for that bitch at all. But um, what pissed me off was the I saw an interview with the fucking jurors and them fuck niggas said the dumbest shit ever talking about uh, based off of his character, blah, blah, blah. We think he wouldn't. Well, they pretty much said the same dumb shit the brother said, which that shit pissed me off. That he wouldn't want her to be... Uh, have a license yeah. some bullshit like fucking the white guy was like you know I I know uh what the fuck he said he said uh you know guys based off of uh Bo's character it seems like he would want us to go light on the sentence or something he said some bullshit like that and then he was like you know I'm not gonna speak for him because I don't really know but nigga you already said it so that means you already spoke for him. And then second of all, honestly, even if the nigga did have a nice character, it really don't fucking matter when it comes to sentencing because that nigga's dead in the family. Well, if the prosecution wanted a year for uh, for every year he lived, then that means the family probably sent that message to the prosecution. So that means you should have followed the family wishes and gave that nigga 25 uh Gave that bitch 25, 28 years. Because right. like the prosecution not going to talk to the family about, hey, how many years you think, or how many years y'all want? 50. Yeah. So the other thing, too, about this, um, because, there again, it caused a few, there's a few, as 
do all these cases um when a, a, one of us is killed by um a, for lack of better terms opposition I ain't going front like just when one of us is killed by the the other race um there always there's always this like ripple effect of things that has gone completely wrong <laughs> right the sentence went wrong you know the and then and we talked about that and now it, even the idea of like the sensitivity um that was taken to this woman who killed a man um who was sitting on his couch and eating ice cream and just shot him in his own apartment um the level of sensitivity that they gave to a murderer um and i'm talking about the judge and the bailiff or one of the bailiffs or um people that would the, the level of coddling that was happening so um when you watch the video there was videos that came out of the trial and you watch the first one of the first videos that came out was um one of the women obviously the the lady um the murderer that we're talking about um amber she was you know in tears and sobbing and all that other stuff because of why would you not you're about to potentially lose the rest of your life to, to prison sure um, but you murdered somebody. But the bailiff is there's there's imagery of a bailiff like massaging her hair and like rubbing her hair and trying to console her um, while she is like crying and saying all of these different things to kind of defend herself, um, saying things like "I wish it was me," saying things that she's really sorry, saying things that you know, things things like that. Um, and then there was also, you move past that, there was also um, the, the, the judge who hugged her after she, you know, she dealt her the sentence of 10 years and also gave her a Bible on top of that. And I have never seen that. I've never seen a judge get up off of, the, <laughs> off of her thing and... I've seen, you know, she hugged the family. She hugged all these other people. I've never seen a judge hug the person that they just sentenced um, time to. And that just kind of fucked me up. I, that should have me stunned for a second. Um, it's not the first thing in the case that had me stunned, because definitely we can talk about the, bro the brother in a second, and we have to have a conversation about forgiveness in the Black community. But sticking with, like, the judge and the bail the the bailiff and this this coddling that was going on, like, how what, how did y'all how did y'all take that? Like, what what was some of the thoughts that was going through y'all head in regards to how they were treating this lady as if she did not just kill she did not just kill a nigga? George, uh, you could start, I guess. Oh, uh, well, I thought the. I thought the judge's actions were uh, a little bit uh, unprofessional. Not a little bit. It was it was unprofessional to me. She was supposed to uh, have complete impartiality in the case throughout sentencing and afterwards, uh, especially if you know that that's just going to be televised and captured like that. Even if that is something that you might normally do, uh, that was not the time to do it. Was that her excuse? 
that she normally does that? I don't know. I think I've, I've heard somebody say it. I don't really give a fuck if she does do it. Because all cases aren't the same, and this wasn't one of those cases. Uh, the bailiff, it looked like she was kind of signaled over there. So I, I don't know. That's a tough situation for her because it's like if that bitch don't go there, then she could probably get fired or some bullshit. You know, you know how corrupt fucking police departments are. So I don't, I don't know. She probably got mm-hmm. it, but that shit ain't cool. But then I can also understand her situation. The judge, that shit made no sense to me. And uh, before we go to um, the next person, and I guess um, Jade, we're going in the opposite order. Okay, whatever. Uh, Jade, you'll go, you'll go next. But to provide a little bit more context, um, Time uh, Magazine reported um, that uh, Judge Tammy Kemp, who was the judge we're talking about, who gave Amber Geiger her um, sentence and hugged her, she actually spoke out um, finally after. Um, she had an interview um, and paraphrasing, she basically said that she doesn't understand where all of the anger and outrage from the public is coming from as she felt that she was just doing what any good Christian would do. And she also explained that part of the reason for her compassion towards Geiger was because she claims that she saw the woman change, I guess, in the courtroom. So with that kind of context... (laughs) Get this coon-ass bitch out of here. With that, with that context, also George, I don't know if you saw this either. Real quick, and Jade, you can go. Um, she, that she was just voted. There, there's a there's a tie between her and the um, I believe it's the Dallas Police Department who historically has had an issue. Well, not an issue. Who who has this is their third um, murder uh, case, I believe, of of killing a an unarmed person. Um, this is the third incident that they've had um, in the Dallas the, the Police Department, which I think is grounds for like investigation federally, but whatever. Um, there's a tie between this judge and, and, and that police department. I believe that the police department actually endorsed her um, becoming a judge at some point during her campaign. So I just want to provide as much somewhat of a context to what that, you know, was what's going on. Jade, you can go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. It 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 the optics weren't great. I think I'm just kind of tired of black people being the better person because nobody else is being the better person. Like if other people would have been the better person then she never would have went in his house in the first place. Like I know as many times as I've been tired, I've never walked into and I have worked two jobs and gone to school, which is probably about the same amount of time that she's had to work and have never walked into the wrong apartment. Like, never. Mm-hmm. Like, was she drunk? even if I thought I she was drunk too. something is, like, open, I'm going to take a step back and be like, is this even my place? The fuck? So I can't say that. I mean, like, I, I get it. I'm not a Christian, so maybe that's uh, that's the disconnect here. But I just don't see any reason to be hugging a murderer. Like, I wonder how this would look if she was a guy. Honestly, 
Like if she was a guy who walked into another to a black man or a black woman, black person's house, shot them, got charged with murder, got sentenced to 10 years, which still is fucking ridiculous. Would everybody be hugging him as well? Because he's crying? Of course he's crying. The fuck? She can go away for the rest of her life. She should be crying. She definitely has not changed. But, you know, right. whatever. I just work here. Um, Greg? Yeah, that look, he made me mad. I ain't gonna lie. Oh. Uh, look, this is how I look at it, man. I know, like Jay said, the whole Christian thing, I'm not gonna sit here and be, you know, Say I'm no big old Christian. I believe in God, but as far as like it consuming my life, no, I don't do that. I, I you know, I, you know, you want to be forgiving, but at the same time, if I'm dead and my dad and my sister and my mom and the judge are hugging my killer. That's that's not gonna sit right with my soul. That's not gonna sit right with me. And us, no, I'd saying? be damn. Y'all, well, first off, I know y'all wouldn't do it. I know George damn sure wouldn't do it. So I'm not worried about y'all. Oh no, nah, George, George. I don't even think George would be able, allowed. To, I don't even think I'd let George into the courtroom. To be honest with you, because George is not gonna have it. Especially if it was a white person. That, no, George is George is going to jail. <laughs> I'm not worried. About you. Definitely, maybe some people may be more forgiving than others. But as far as my friend group. Y'all ain't hugging no murder. I ain't worried about that. I just, I just don't understand it, bro. I'm not, I'm not seeing this, bro. He kills your family. You hug her and say, you know, I wish the best for her. Fuck that. I want no. Yeah. I don't wish nothing on her. <laughs> Put her away for life because she took my brother's life. Simple as that. Like this is. That whole thing, I, I thought I was tripping, bro, when I seen it. When I seen the picture on Twitter, and it was like, oh, yeah, both of them John's brothers hugging Amber Gaga. I was like, nah, this is a joke. Somebody, you know, created this. Then I saw it again. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? This nigga really hugged it. And then I heard what he said. I was like, no, I don't, I don't get that. Not my family, but I just don't get it. I was like, I was baffled. Right, and um, we can we can talk about um the brother too because the brother and I believe the father I believe because I think they had shared, and George, you could correct me if I'm wrong. I think they're like on the same page to some maybe not as drastic as the brother hugging the girl, but I think the father had kind of some of the same sentiments about forgiveness and and things like that, um, or someone else in the family I believe from what I've heard but um before we get to that just one my thoughts about this whole judge thing i think that the fact that the judge hugged her and then also gave her a bible leads me to believe that there was a little bit of um bias that was involved with her sentencing um you you this not it's not supposed to you as a judge is supposed to be blind and and have an unbiased and look at the facts of the case. Not well, how you this is not about how you feel. 
Well, the jury were responsible for the sentencing, so. Well, they were were responsible. They were responsible for the sentencing, as in she's guilty, not the time. They were responsible for the time? Yeah. Was that a suggestion of time? Like, this is what we suggest. So what the fuck is the judge up there for? She's pretty much the moderator. Huh? Okay. Well, God. But so she doesn't have any like overruling in 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 that regard as a judge. She sends people to jail. Uh, no, because the defendant chose to have the jury uh be in charge of um sentencing and conviction. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, in that regard, it, well, well, then my argument is null and void then, because I was going to say that the judge, I feel like there's a little bit of bias and whatever. But um, once again, the jury has failed, <laughs> failed, failed this big, big time, which I uh, do we have the statistics on the jury in terms of like ethnicity wise and backgrounds and stuff like not background, but like who's black and who's how many black, how many white, how many minority, et cetera. I know one was black because her dumb ass did that uh, interview. Uh, I thought it was a white guy. It was a white guy. It was a white guy. Black girl. Black, yeah, girl. I ain't even going to call her a woman. Uh, gotcha. just, gotcha. I just couldn't see myself giving someone life. I couldn't do it. The fuck out of here. But that's still a level. There's still a certain level of like imagery there that kind of fulfills the the way that this shit happened. Because like when you look at like... When you look at how they treat them when they kill us and when we end up dead, one, our value, the value of our life never seems to be um, up to par with the value of anyone else's life, including animals, mind you, like including dogs. I, if, if one of us killed a dog today, <laughs> like just shot a dog, we would probably get the same sentence as this woman, if not worse. Like, and that's a dog. Bruh, Nick fucking dog. Five years for killing the police dog. And the police dog's ass. Who did? Huh? Who you said who got one? Oh, nigga, I don't know his name, but he got forty five years for killing a police dog. And motherfucking dog's average lifespan is ten to thirteen years. Some fucking bullshit. How the how the fuck you see what I'm saying? Thank you, George, for that. Like this this is what I'm saying. Like it's very Weird, but again, um, I think the imagery of of being soft on this woman was already um, subconsciously placed in these in the in this in these jurors' head, and just off rip the 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 constant reminder that white people ain't that bad. Niggas got mad Stockholm syndrome. That is a fact. And so we can move into speaking of that. So the the last thing about this case, which was the forgiveness um, um, piece of it. So the brother of of, of both of them, um, the brother that we unfortunately lost here, like his little brother had took the stand, um, and uh, for lack of better words, basically said that he forgave her, um, which. I don't have an issue with, but then he went further on and said that, you know, he, he said a lot. He, he, he said, I don't, I don't, I personally wish I, you didn't have to go to jail. I, you know, I, I don't 
wish no harm to you. I don't. I, w- I wish you. I really want the best for you. Um, I think he said, "I love you." Or am I gassing it? Am I gassing it? This nigga said, <laughs> "Both ones here." I think he wouldn't want you to go to jail. Which that's some fucking bullshit. Don't ever put no words in a dead nigga's mouth. One, but yeah, that was some fucking bullshit. Yeah. So he went. He went on and on and on about you know how much how 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 much he really means that he forgave forgives her so much so to the point I don't even want you to serve no jail time. That I am sure he did say in some form or fashion. And then he proceeded to go and ask and request that he can go hug um, Amber, and they shared a hug. Um, and then that's actually right after that hug, I believe is, was it right after that hug? I think it was right after that hug is when, is when the judge also hugged her, um, after the judge just finished hugging the family, which is wild that you can <laughs> hug the family and then hug the, you know, hug, hug, hug the murderer. But it sent, um, black social media into a frenzy because we had a very split view on what forgiveness is. Some people are saying like, yo, whatever he needs to, to, to make him sleep at night. Cause don't nobody know how he feeling about how he lost his big brother, his family member. We don't know how much he meant to him. If that's what he needs to get, you know, to find some type of peace, God bless him. Other people was like, fuck that shit. There's a line which is my stance. I believe, you know, forgiveness is is one thing, but I think there is a line to that shit. Like you she she has to pay for what she did. Like it just that's just how it that's just how it works. So, um how did y'all feel about about the the this massive like for what like what what side of the fence are y'all on in terms of like forgiveness um particularly in like our community too because we always forgive our masters for some reason for hurting us Fuck that shit. but <laughs> expound <laughs> i'm not look, bro. i don't forgive black people when they do some fuck shit i'd be damn i forgive a white person for killing my family member hell no what the we are we are so quick to 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 fucking cancel each other so fast. We are so quick to be like, "Oh, fuck this nigga because of one thing that he did." But boy, we so it's so easy for us to forgive white people. It's weird. This is, this is it's very weird. Do us like they do us. <laughs> so, like, Damn, weird. somebody in the black community. Oh, you can't hate white people. You you ain't gotta hate them, but that don't mean forgive them for every little thing they do. Yeah, we we forgive everyone but ourselves. We give everyone else a chance except ourselves. That's how that's how I see this shit. Like we're willing to cancel every fucking artist that we ever hated in the world. That's our, that's our artist. But as soon as somebody, you know, as soon as there's some outside of the race, it's like, oh no, nah, yeah, but come on, there's nuance. And yeah, but I, I ain't with that shit, Jay. Yeah, I literally, I don't know. The whole forgive and forget is just. Honestly, it's kind of childish. Like, oh, I'm just supposed to forgive you because we're past it now. No, you took a fucking life, bitch. Like, honestly, fuck you for the rest of your days. And I will never forget this. And I will never forgive you. So. And I, I mean, don't you can forgive, but you still got to serve the time. Right. 
like, what is there to forgive? You took a life. No, get away from me. Gross. All right, George. Um, honestly, I think he'll probably grow up and regret what he did. I think he was just trying to accelerate his healing process by forcefully forgiving her. Um, it's just my opinion. I don't fucking know, but yeah, niggas need to stop forgiving motherfuckers who unjustly do them wrong and don't. Uh pay their debt or they don't you don't get any equity back for the injustice if she would have got a fair sentence I wouldn't have any problem with him saying you know I forgive you blah 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 I still wouldn't be down with the hugging or putting words into a dead man's mouth um but maybe after she got out and like they met up and the nigga hugged her and that shit was like I don't know, record it. I wouldn't have any problem with it then if she would have at least paid her debt. Maybe not five years, but it would have took a long time. Forgiveness is not, I don't know. I mean, maybe some niggas could forgive that quick, but one year is not going to, you're still mourning after a year, so you can't forgive them. So I don't, I don't know. I felt like it was forced. I felt like he forced himself. I just don't. I just. I just don't think that there. You. You can. There's nothing wrong with forgiving somebody, but that does not excuse them from having to serve their punishment. Like I can forgive somebody for something that they did fucked up to me, but that doesn't mean I got to talk to you no more. Period. <laughs> like you. You don't have to. I can. For, yes, I forgive you. Cool. Don't. I don't ever want to talk to you again. That's it. That's how, I mean, it's, it's literally that simple. Like you, you don't get to, just because somebody forgave you doesn't mean that you get to, 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 to shove aside or work around your, your sentence. So the fact that he was able to confidently say, well, I'm not going to say confidently, but the fact that he said, you know, I don't want you to serve jail time. That, I think that was one of the things that kind of just outside of, the hug and all that other stuff, like I, I that kind of bothered me because it sets. I feel like this case and how it was, the optics were 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 presented, and this is definitely going to go down in history because everything is always recorded and it's. I mean, this this is definitely something that's going to follow. I feel like this is going to set up a lot of fucking more, a lot more of this type of shit to happen in the courtroom, which we already have an issue in the courtroom getting justice and getting too much goddamn justice, meaning over-sentencing. Like, so I just, I'm just concerned about that. I'm just concerned about the next judge that's going to have something of this nature in their hand. And, you know, they're sitting across from this woman and then you know, the, the room already knows what's up. So they start doing the same kind of shit. And now the judge is like, well, well, Amber killed somebody. So, I, you know, I think 10, 10, she got 10 years. So maybe we can give you 10 years too. I just don't like, I don't, I don't like that. And me personally, I don't think she's going to actually serve all five of her years. I know she has to. I know that's what they say. But personally, I don't think that she's going to end up serving all five of her years in prison. I that's, I think she'll end up getting a shorter sentence at some point, but time will tell. Um, we shall, we shall see. 
Um, so moving on to something else, I'm going to do a, like, a, a hard pivot here. Um, and I'm just going to come out and say it. Bernie, ha- Bernie uh, Sanders had a heart attack. Uh, was that last week, George, mm-hmm. or this weekend? Um, I think it was originally, yeah, it was last week. I think it was originally um, that he was, it was reported that he was hospitalized for chest pain um, and he canceled most of his campaign events um, until further notice, right? Then it came back a couple of days later and said that, yep, he definitely had a heart attack. Um, and my question is, uh, people, including myself, <laughs> me more so out of fun, to be honest, and I guess it's not funny no more because he had a heart attack, but... <laughs> People, um, <laughs> people are are using a like a heavy amount of ageism when they talk to Bernie, as in reasons to why he may need to, why we should consider him maybe not consider him as a candidate because he's so goddamn old. Um, Bernie's well, I'm not gonna say it. Bernie is what seventy seven, I think oh, 77, 78, one or two. One of the two. Um, if he's not, uh, yeah, right. So, with him having a heart attack, do we think that this has hurt his campaign to some degree? Or, um, which he's fine now, by the way. Oh, forgot that. He seems to be okay. He's in good health. He tweeted out that he's fine. Um, he also mentioned in classic Bernie form, he was like, I'm cool. Uh, I have great health care. And this is the same type of health care <laughs> that I want all people to have because this shit is awesome. That's basically what he said. He's like, I'm going to continue to fight. And I was, you know, he, he couldn't just let it be about himself. It was, you know, he had to remind everyone, like, this is the reason why I want health care for everyone because this shit's great. I got taken care of. So, do but do we think that that's going to, this is going to hurt his chances of, you know, being hospitalized or um, do we think it's just going to be, Back to regular schedule programming. Nobody's gonna really care. Uh, George. Um. Uh. Well, I know the media, the mainstream media, has been trying to, uh, you know, use it against them and saying that he was hiding what happened or trying to withhold information. But um, which anybody would do, by the way. <laughs> but uh. Uh. I think it's not going to work with any voters that's under like 45 because we don't trust the motherfucking media anyways. And we also research things knowing that he had a two stents put in, which is a simple procedure, which there's been several uh, doctors who uh, did that same procedure and their patient played golf in the same day. Um, so mm-hmm. it's nothing major. Um, there was also a a politician in Mexico who had a heart attack and a few years later he won his whole race I want to say it was the president but I'm not sure um, yeah but I think it's going to be fine I think it's not going to hurt his chances that much Uh. The only time I see it probably hurting his chances if he sounds uh, under the weather in the next debate. Mm. I feel like that could possibly 
hurt because then it's going to be like a confounding thing. But if he, you know, they make sure his healthy voice is clear and all that for this debate next week, and he smashes that shit, it's going to be like it never happened. Word. <clears throat> Greg, how did, how, did, how did you? How did I think? Greg, what? what, what you said, how do I think? Yeah. I mean, personally, personally, I think it can hurt his chances. And that's only because Americans are fucking stupid. Like, as a whole, we're stupid. We'll see something like that and be like, oh, man, we vote for this man. He he may die on us in six months. But then these same dumb idiots will vote for Trump again. And I just, I, it just, I don't understand it. I don't think it will. But let me say I don't think it will, but I wouldn't be surprised if it does hurt his chances. Let me say that. If people, if the vote come out and say, yeah, we didn't vote for Bernie because his little heart thing, his heart, heart problems he had, I was like, well, saw this coming. Right. I'd be more surprised Jay. if it doesn't affect him than if it does affect him. Let me say that. Gotcha. Jake? Um, I would say I'm optimistic about it. I would hope that it didn't affect him. But I'm also kind of like I feel like it probably will just because, like Greg said, people are stupid and they're not going to look and do the research. And, you know, on top of being stupid, people are lazy. So they're not going to want to do the research because why would I? The mainstream media is telling me that he's sick. So clearly he's sick. I would hope that people would see past it and see that this was, like George said, a simple procedure, something that. He went in one day and came out the same day, and he was good. He was chilling. He was hanging out. He was walking out well, with his wife in tow. Well, one thing about that, though, um, and this is for everybody, he did, so did he not have a heart attack? Well, medical he did have a heart attack. You know what? Huh? By medical terms, he had a heart attack. It's not like what people think is like a massive heart attack or something where they like hold your chest and like, oh, shit, I can't fucking breathe. Like when he was probably talking about his chest hurt, that's probably when he had his heart attack. It was probably a minor uh, heart attack. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, just my my opinion, holding um, as the last one on this one. Uh, I I'm concerned um, a little bit because I I fuck with Bernie. Um, more than everyone else, more, more than every other candidate. I mean, and I just don't want. I, I we need him, right? We need him to go, go, go through, and um, I potentially, I, I don't, I think it's fair for people to be like, well, if he's, you know, is he sick or whatever? And I think George, you're right. Like, it, I guess this next debate which he confirmed he will be in or his team confirmed that he will be in um I, shit it, i guess it's next week is it next week wednesday i guess or thursday whenever the 15th is whenever the 15th is um the 15th is a tuesday um for the fourth uh 
presidential debates, um, he'll be there and we'll be able to see um, on stage like how well he's actually doing. Like, I, I think we would be able to see it pretty immediately. Um, the other thing, too, though, is uh, for me, it always kind of comes. I always kind of think about like, man, even though somebody wants to do something, sometimes we have to do. Do we really want to make do we want him to do this? for our own selfish kind of reasons or do we just want him do we really want him to do it because we think that he you know really he wants to really do it not just so that we can say yay we have bernie in the office but i think at this point like what bernie is trying to do um and the fact that he has not dropped out and we just have to tr- one we just have to trust if the month if the nigga is not okay i'm pretty sure he'd be like all right guys <laughs> I'm going to sit down. Um, so the fact that he's not doing that, I trust that. And um, even so, like, him getting to that the, that point, um, it, it, would, it, it would already be, like, 100,000 times better. And if for people who would say, oh, I can't vote for Bernie because I just don't trust that that nigga's going to make it, I would think that... I pretty sure y'all are the same people that was like I won't vote for Trump even if I wouldn't I would vote for a uh, a tree stump before I voted for Trump well if that's true then why won't you vote for Bernie if he made it all the way Bernie is a full blown living human being like just because he has some chest pains that's gonna deter you and make you vote for Trump you never really was really with this shit anyway that's just an excuse that you're using so Greg, to your point, people are stupid. Um, but I'm curious to see how he sounds. Personally, all of them in the last debate sounded off, especially Joe Biden. <laughs> like, it just, they sound like there's some latency going on um, just in the way that they speak. But we'll see. Y'all so. know what, though? As quiet as it's kept, I be having, like, fucking chest pains, too. Like I'm not saying that Me too. I'm having a heart attack or anything, but the man is going through things. We all go through it. Jade, hey man, you, you you I'm glad you said that. I had a heart. I had I had some, I had a chest pain today, and I'm on the bus on the way to home to work. I was like, well, home from work. I was like, bro, this what's going on? Every so often, my heart kind of does like a. I'm like, whoa, hold on a second. Like, what's going on here? Um, so. Let's 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 cut the shit. We all have a little jump every so often, you know. <laughs> so so it's all good. It's all good. Um, next thing on the list, moving right through it, uh, hard pivot uh, about a topic I honestly don't know too much about. So I'm hoping George, you'll give us the breakdown of what the hell this is. The GM strike. They're striking at GM, as in General Motors. GM. Um, yeah. So. Um, when the, when the last recession happened, uh, GM and their uh, labor union had an where the workers, you know, kind of took a pay cut or reduction of benefits to make sure that the company wouldn't go under. And it was kind of understood that once the company, you know, turns profit, that they will do right by the workers and, you know, give them, you know, what they 
fucking deserve their piece of the pie back. And so is on some fuck shit because I want to. I don't know how much a billion in profit, but GM had a good fucking year, and they are trying to pretty much like pimp their workers. Like, nah, bitch, y'all ain't getting shit. So they are on a strike, and um, since they're on a strike, GM has no. I don't think they have threatened. They already threatened and. Uh, stop medical coverage for these uh, union workers. Yikes. So yeah, GM's being a bunch of dicks and this is exactly why we need Medicare for all because if they did go on strike, they would at least have their health insurance and they wouldn't have to worry about having mad out-of-pocket expenses. How long ago, how long has this been going on? I'd say it's almost been a month. (laughs) Shit, anybody talking about this? There's too much shit going on in the world, bro. <laughs> this is too much stuff going on in the world. Like, I, I haven't seen not one story on this. Like, it's crazy. But I think Jim has already lost like a couple. I think it's close to a hundred million or something like that because of this strike. So if the union can stay strong and really stick it to them, they might get their victory. I know Bernie came out and supported them, and I think he actually marched with them. Uh, you know, because he's that nigga. And yeah, prayers to the gym workers because capitalism sucks ass. Right up on that. Um, appreciate that. So I have a quick comment about that though, because I distinctly remember one of the debates where they were talking about Medicare for all and they were saying, like, oh, well like uh, the people who were against medical for all were like, and all the union workers like won't have access to the benefits that they have because they're in a union. And here they are being in a union and having their access to Medicare restricted. Okay, sure. Mm. Whatever. That's a good point. I don't know who, I think a couple of people had some level of, of, uh, Distinct that that type of comp. I think oh, I want to say that liquor uh, Biden, uh, Ben um, Michael Bennett, uh, probably Pete Buttigieg. Sorry, ass. All the non motherfuckers that don't support Medicare for all probably said that dumbass shit. Word. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm, I I wonder if it'll be a topic of debate um, at the at the presidential debates. Um, because this is an active, this is an active example of why medical, you know, healthcare needs to be resolved in some kind of form or fashion. So here's a, you know, this is a real world example. I, I wonder if they would actually put that into questioning. Um, I think they should. It's a great opportunity. Um, they probably would moving. Yeah, slam fucking dump from Bernie. He said, he said what? So they probably wouldn't because it'd be a slam fucking dunk for Bernie. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, the the next thing on the list, uh, so we have two little ways we can go here. We can go um, the Atlanta Top 50 Rappers list or we can go NBA. So which which way do we want to go? 
Uh, first, Atlanta top fifty rappers. Okay. So uh, I feel like this should be a simple conversation, maybe. <laughs> so this list, uh, once it, this, this, it seems like this year has been the year of lists. These random, mysterious lists pop up out of nowhere, <laughs> and uh, this is just the latest uh, list to pop up, and it is Atlanta's top fifty rappers. I am not going to list all top fifty. Um, you can probably go all the way down to maybe 15 and then I can randomly tell you who's on the list as we go. Um, the first person on this list is Andre 3000. The second person is T.I. Is, uh, the third person is CeeLo. Um, fourth, Ludacris. Fifth, Killer Mike. That's the top five. Come on, come on. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's the top five. That's it. I'm going <laughs> to stop there first and then and then we'll see. <laughs> where we where we at? So, how do we feel about that top five? Top five. Uh, one 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 at a time. What'd you say? George? Jeezy ain't top five. It ain't legit. Jeezy is fourteen. Oh, that shit. That shit. Ti Ti number two. Jeezy's fourteen. Mind you, uh, off uh, offset is eleven. Uh, so okay, offset can. is. Higher than Jeezy, Gucci Man is higher than Jeezy, Young Dro is higher than Jeezy. Um, right. Honestly, um, I'm I, not surprised. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You're not surprised at the top five. No, I'm not surprised at the order of this list. Not, be, I'm not saying Jeezy's a bad rapper. I'm not saying Gucci or Offset and none of them is above or a better rapper than Jeezy. But if you look at Atlanta music. Mm-hmm. You know, you know Gucci is gonna be top ten. You know Gucci is gonna be top ten. Gucci's thirteen. Oh my god! Ah, god. <laughs> I don't even know this hit. That's whoa. Gucci's okay, thirteen. That's here's 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 six through ten. Um, Sa uh, Sa High the Prince is six. Seven is Two Chains. Eight is Big Boy. Nine is Jid, which is what does even make sense? Ten ten is ten is B O B. B.O.B. B.O.B. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even taking this into consideration. You know what I'm saying? It's, come on. From what, I, from yeah. what I've heard so far, I only hear one. That's Andre 3000 being number one. That's it. Yeah. That's debatable. Who, who the number one title yeah. Atlanta rapper? It's not Andre. Tell you that who right is now. it? I love on. I love Andre. I love him, but it can't be Andre. Andre doesn't have a body at work by himself. Oh, yeah. He just doesn't. It's a fact. Huh? I see. He don't have a solo album. And if we include exactly Atlanta, Kanye would slip be number one. We're going to be honest. Oh, my God. Even though- anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. Andre, Andre, I would even let the album, I would make the album slide. For Andre, if he had a body of work, the motherfucker don't even have a mixtape, and I, he's he's amazing, he's phenomenal, he's definitely in fifteen somewhere around 10. there. But him, even without an album, he, he, uh, I mean, but he he that is a big deal. Like the port, if the portfolio is a big deal, you gotta have something. Outcast, you, gotta, so many albums. you gotta have something. It can at least count as one. Huh? And so Outcast has so many albums. It can at least count as one, one or two albums. But that's a yeah, but that's a group. 
that's not just, that's just, that's a group setting. Even hell, Big Boy has a few albums by himself. By that alone, technically, I feel I feel like by portfolio and like by by resume, I'm not too. I'm not. I'm not. I I can't. Put, I don't even think I can put Andre in top top five because of because of that. Because he don't have nothing by himself. He just doesn't, and he quit music, so he'll never have it. <laughs> like he doesn't have. You you can't be in the top five with just random records here and there and awesome features. That, that, I don't think that's fair to all of these people who have been putting out records and bodies of work for 10 years. Like Tip, Ludacris, 2 Chain. well, 2 Chains, sort of. That, that's that's not fair. Jeezy in top five, but then the real list for Atlanta. I think Jeezy definitely needs to. So who's so let's let's do a top five. So who should be um who well before we do that, let me see who else is on this list that should that's random. Young Jock is forty one, <laughs> little baby is twenty uh little baby's twenty five, Gunna is twenty four, uh Quavo oh is twenty two. They have they have Russ on here at twenty three, which I don't know. Um fifty is Fabo. Um OJ the Juice Man is 45. Shardy Lowe is 44. Damn. Uh, 21 Savage is 33. Pastor Troy is 31. Rocco is 32. Waka Flocka is 26. Where's Future? Future? Oh, shit. Wait a minute. Oh, Future is 15. I'm to um, Future is 15. Soldier Boy ain't on the list? Big Soldier ain't on the list? Well, Soldier was born in Mississippi, wasn't he? Yeah, so Ludacris wasn't born in Atlanta. He was born in what Chicago or some shit like that. That's a good point. Fair enough. Uh, but no, Soldier Boy's not on this list. Trash. I mean, I, I feel like some of these people don't deserve to be on this list yet. And by yet, I mean they're just too damn new. Jid is amazing. He's great, but and shout out to you know to Dreamville, but Jid is not supposed to be nine. That is recency biased. That Jid is number nine, and I also agree with that for Offset being number eleven. That is recency. Oh, Offset. Understand, Offset is higher than Jeezy, Gucci, Future. <laughs> like. That don't make no sense. Fucking Jim. It just don't. This list. <laughs> um, so he ain't, he ain't above them. So if I were to, so I'll I'll, I'll put let let's let me do a, a top five looking at this list and not in any particular order, but at just as a group. So and let's see if we agree. So uh, Gucci Man should be in top yep. five. Um, let's see, Jeezy should be in top five. Yep. Um, Ludacris should be in top five. Thank you. Um, I think Ti should be in top five. Um, and B- Big Boy. No, that's that's no Big Boy. No, no, no. Okay, so who- Andre. That's what I'm thinking. Hey, Here, you, 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 you. I love, no, I love Andre. He has some of my favorite bars on the planet, but the man don't have an album for me to listen to. Damn it! <laughs> like, 
Like, he just don't. I got to make my own compilation albums mixed with his features and the random toot songs that he puts out every 15 years. All right, go I'm ahead. Sorry. What you're saying right now is ignorance, and I can't listen to it any longer. <laughs> Let him know, Jay. Okay, I'm I'm appalled right now. I don't understand you, Jesus Christ. I mean, he's a cool six. He can sneak in there at six. He's definitely top ten. I give him top ten. But I, I can't make it. Oh, my I can't put him. It's just it's just disrespectful to a catalog to put Andre three thousand in there. With I I just can't do it, man. That's just disrespectful to me. The people who've been doing it. Look at Jeezy. On the, in the in historic mixtapes and shit that he's done, you said who? It's changed the game, Jeezy. Bro, like I'm just talking about, like the catalog. say who the fuck? <laughs> like just, I just think catalog matters, man. Catalog, independent, like individual catalog matters to you know as, as an overall. <clears throat> um, George, what's your top five? Let me see. Let me see this. All right. So, all right. In no particular order, I'm going right. to go with T.I., Ludacris, Jeezy, I don't know if fuck with Gucci, but Atlanta is a It's just Atlanta. That's the thing. It's not a rapper. It's just it's an Atlanta list. It's an Atlanta list. We can do the, the other list in a second. Honestly, I don't know. Hmm. I'll probably put Andre 2000 in the top five. Okay. Um, Greg, what about you? Top, top, top fifty, Atlanta. 50. Top five. No, not. I'm sorry. Top five. I'm sorry. All right, let me see. All right, before I say my list, this ain't got nothing to do with rapping. It's got to do basically. It's got to do strictly on the impact of Atlanta. It's ain't in order either. Ah. So Gucci have to be up there. <coughs> Easy. Ti, yeah. Yeah, T.I., he top five. Atlanta rapper. Andre, 3,000. McCarrick, disrespectful ass. <laughs> and, ooh. Hmm. Uh, hey, what do you think? Hmm. I don't know. It could be a bunch of people. i just say future. It could be a bunch of people. Oh, so you're going to leave on Ludacris, my nigga? Yikes. And I'm disrespectful. Ain't oh, I forgot about Luda. Yeah, take feature. I put Luda in. Luda Chris got platinum. Luda Chris got platinum records. Who gives a fuck? Okay. All right. Y'all hear this. Y'all hear, y'all hear this, right? Okay. All right. That's fine. Okay. Um, so, uh, real quick, uh, T.I. also has a um, top 50 list, but his is not um, an Atlanta list. This is an overall list. Um, so I'm going to name his top five and we'll see if 
Oh boy. We'll see if we agree. <laughs> um they need to put a time frame on this, by the way. But that might make things easier. But anyway, um number one, Pac. Two, Jay Z. Three, Biggie. Four, Snoop. Five, Kanye. That's the top five. Six is Drake. How do we feel? I like Drake. You said what now? So from what I heard, this is based off of impact and influence. Impact, uh, yes, that's what I heard as well. Um, yep. <laughs> influence on what though? Like universal influence or influence on hip hop in particular? Uh, I gotta ask Ti about that. Yeah, I'm wondering. Because that, that changes a few of these slots here. Because if you're talking about hip-hop, they got Nas at eight. <laughs> so, you nah, might have to bump that up a little bit um, from a hip-hop perspective. But um, So, Pop, Jay-Z, Biggie, Snoop, Kanye, that's the top five. Uh, do I agree with that as an influence? Are you talking about universal influence? Um, I don't have a no. Yeah, I guess that make that that works. I think that works. I'm not upset at that list. Like I don't have any quorum with that for impact. Um. In terms of impact, I mean, they got J. Cole at 34. They got Big Boy at 33. Future at 32, which I think Future might need to be a little bit higher than that in terms of impact. Um, no. What else they got? Well, I, I, I mean, music, musicality has kind of changed because of Future and a few other people. Lil Wayne, well, Lil Wayne is 10 on this list. That's why Future need to stay where the fuck he is. Um, I mean, who's ahead of Future? Gucci is 29, Jeezy is 30, Rick Ross is 31. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. Um, Rakim at 17, Kendrick at 18, uh, Cameron at 19, yeah. Method Man at 21, huh? Is it what? Um, we got Nipsey Hustle, rest in peace, at 48. 49 is Uncle Luke. He Uncle is killing Mike. Higher. Huh? So I think Uncle Luke need to be higher. Uncle Luke might need to be higher. I agree with that. They got Meek Mill at 43. Oh, oh, oh. Honestly, if we're going to be honest, Meek Mill should make the list. Imp- Impact, I'm not sure if Meek make... I mean, Meek got, I think, three records in particular that has changed club music. Like, part like, part, like, uh, cl- like club shit. Like, black club shit. But I, I, outside of that, I'm not too sure if Meek... Influence-wise, I'm not sure if he would make the list either. Because, mind you, Meek has, is higher than Ghostface, Raekwon, Redman, Twitter. But yeah, Twister, Nip, Uncle Luke, and Killer Mike. That don't sound yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, at least. No, t- now, now this list, we know where this list came from. This list came from Ti. <laughs> <laughs> this list, this list came from Ti. Um, Soldier Boy should have made the list. Who? Soldier Boy. 
to my impact. So who would we take off this list for Soldier Boy? Thirty-seven is big pun, by the way. I'm just saying. Me. Shit, huh? They got Nelly at thirty-five. Somebody gotta explain and... big pun's impact. Big Pun was the first Latino rapper to have sold, went double platinum, I believe. And if, I'm not too sure about Impact universally, but Impact, like, hip-hop-wise, he he was that nigga. He was definitely that nigga, quite literally. Like, he's he's one of those people that's, like, your favorite rapper's rapper. Like, there's a lot of stories in hip-hop that don't really get told without Big Pun being somewhere a part of it, whether it's, like, battles that have happened and or ex- whatever. Um, Nikki's 42 on this list. Nikki. Fab is 41. Nicki Minaj? Uh, Nicki Minaj should definitely be on this list as a rapper. Um, I-, I saw a post that T.I. was trying to argue that Nikki and Lil' Kim can't be on the same list. They, they can't. You have to choose one, which was fucking ridiculous to me that you have to choose one. I think that out of a list of 30... Huh? What the fuck is Missy Elliott? As a rapper? Wait, okay, Carrie. You're being disrespectful as fuck right now. As a Missy Elliott as a rapper, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about Missy Elliott as an artist. I'm talking about as a rapper. You're being disrespectful right now. You were saying Nicki Minaj over Missy Elliott? No, I'm just saying. I'm saying where would she go as a rapper on this list? I I never look at list. Missy Elliott need to be on this. Lauren Hill is on this. Lauren Hill is is on it. No, no, yeah, Lauren Hill is 15. I said if Lauren Hill is on this list, Missy Elliott needs to be on this list. I mean, okay. <laughs> say so. Hey, Lauren Hill's um, on the top fifty rapper list. Queen Latifah. Queen Lat- well, okay. So here's the thing. Here, here, here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Out of the, 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 I think that there is a little bit more room here for women to be on this list. I'm not saying that as a being an inclusive whatever. I'm just saying that there's no way that you can find me fifty niggas. Better than Nicki Minaj at rapping. I'm sorry, like that's just not true. I know Nicki in the past couple of years has been, you know, whatever. But we not gonna act like Nicki ain't that shit. Same thing with Lauren. Even though they respected her on this list because she's 15, that's that's cool. But I mean, Lauren Lauren's not on this list. Queen Latifah's not on this list. Rhapsody doesn't deserve to be on this list yet because she's new. Um, but she will be on this list at some point. Um, who else ain't on this list? Uh, Lil Kim ain't on this list. Is she on the list? Lil nope. Kim. Lil Kim is not on this list. Huh? Lil Kim? Lil Kim's on the list. No, she ain't. Where's she at? She's forty. Oh, okay. There we go. All right. Fair enough. Um, who else needs to be on this list as a woman? I'm trying to figure out. Queen Latifah definitely be on the list. I agree. So okay, so there are two people on this list that two people that are not on this list that we know should be on this list. So Queen Latifah is one, and Missy Elliott is one. Soldier Boy's in the um, Soldier Boy as a yeah yeah impact impact impact, impact. 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 Right. impact. yes one hundred percent yes 
100%. In fact. Okay. So we need to figure out. Wow. There's, there's, there really is a difference between impact and like the foundation because we have people like Slick Rick on this list. We got Rakim on this list. Those are foundational pieces. Um, eight ball is on this list at 38. Bun B is at 39. I'm not mad at that. I'm just pointing that out. Um, Nelly is on this list. I guess impact wise, impact wise, impacts for Nelly. I could fuck with that. Okay. Remember Cameron again? Master Cameron is 19. I need to go back and listen to Cameron because I don't. Impact, impact, impact Cameron is 19. I wore pink. I wore pink to my middle school prom because of Cameron. Okay, like I had a whole like. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> this, this the truth. Was running the game for a minute. It's a fact. They got Method Man at twenty one, Pimp C at twenty two, Scarface at twenty three, Too Short at twenty four. I feel like Too Short can be replaced, not well moved down a little bit. At the sake of Missy Elliott, or maybe even Soldier Boy to some degree, because they have similar hair. Yeah, they got Jada Kiss at twenty, LL Cool J at sixteen, Andre three thousand is thirteen, Ice Cube is twelve, DMX is nine, no problem there. The top ten ain't bad. I ain't gonna lie. Pop, Biggie, Biggie, Snoop. Ah, you tripping? Who? And who needs to go? Top ten to impact. Um, yeah, I think he might be though. For <laughs> impact. Impact. Impact doesn't just mean like who who came up under him. Which I mean, D twelve had their run, like the um uh. Damn, what the hell is his name? The name of this nigga's record label. Uh, Shady something. Um, That had a run. We got to take into account impact means how many people you touch, which translates to some degree, like how many records you sold at the time that you came out. Like that man sold a lot of records. Like he sold a lot of records. Um, That's not impact, man. It kind of ain't going front. Like he had the game on Choco. We were kids. Ran MTV for a while. The majority buying your records, selling records don't mean anything if you're a wide art, wide artist. Yeah, but he ran. You couldn't turn on a TV or a music video and not have Eminem at some point on your television. Like this man, you got to talk about the. You got to talk about the videos that he had. Like Eminem, kinda. Hey, what impact? Name the impact. You said what? I said that y'all y'all telling numbers. What what impact? What lasting impact? I'm talking like his, but I'm talking about the time in which he ran. That he ran. Damn, he had the game on chokehold. No, nigga, because DMX was definitely running the game. I I think I think I think you forget I'm thinking you forgetting how how crazy Eminem like if you go look at this man's like rec, like how how crazy this dude was was yes he had fought, like on MTV and shit like that it was yeah. out of control of course the corporate corporate 
programs were happy to put a white rapper on there. Of course. That, that oh, so, me. so so that has nothing to do with talent. So Eminem wasn't talented. Yes, but that has an impact. We're talking about impact here. Just because he was on TV a lot, of course they're gonna parade a good white guy on TV. Eminem was far from a good white guy, by the way. <laughs> Eminem was talking about killing his. Eminem was talking about killing his mom. First of all, if anything, that even kind of even supports it even more because he was a terrible representation for white people. <laughs> this nigga was from a trailer park. He was from Detroit, from Eight Mile. This nigga, this nigga was talk, rapping about killing his mom and burning down his burning down houses and raping, not going front, raping people. <laughs> pretty accurate for white people. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that one, George. I don't think that he was not. The, I don't think that was of all the things that I don't think that was it. I don't think that's what they wanted to, Vanilla to, uh, too, man. to promote. Just remember that as well. Yeah, but Vanilla Ice was a fun, loving nigga that just so happened to he was he was just a nigga that was dancing on a on a on a thing. That's all that really was. That wasn't no. That wasn't. He wasn't really a rapper. That nigga was just making. Fun videos, dancing around and shit. That wasn't no. That wasn't nothing. He that now. That's a good example of what you're talking about. But Eminem, mm, I don't know about that. What impact? Y'all haven't named any impactful thing. Y'all just talking about how he was Perez Brown on on media streams. But what's the but what's the difference? The diff. What's the difference? It's, we're talking about reach. We're talking about reach. How many people he reached? How many homes did he get into? Well. Why are like, the biggest consumers of hip hop? So I, I don't know. I don't. That's like how do you? Like how a do you okay, so how do you? How do you, how do you describe impact? Like, what is your version of impact? What culturally impact the hip hop did he make? But we're not talking about. I thought we weren't talking about hip hop. I thought we were talking about universal impact, not specifically hip hop. What universal impact did he? Uh, I don't know. That's doing numbers just isn't and the universal impact to me. That's just doing numbers. Uh, okay. Uh, like Tupac had cultural and numerical impact. Like the shit was bigger than just rap. Okay, so who should be okay? So, uh, who's below Eminem? So below Eminem is Nas, DMX, and Lil Wayne. I would definitely put Nas over Eminem, and I'll put DMX as a as a as universal impact. Yes. Okay. Um, and I'll put Lil Wayne over him. I wouldn't mind putting Lil Wayne over him. Lil Wayne, there's a lot of little little. Nah, honestly, Lil Wayne I put Fifty Cent over him. I don't think Fifty Cent's run was as. I don't think his. I don't think his run was as far. We talking about in rap. Niggas is watching his show every Sunday. Talking about impact. yeah, but that's not. It's impact. Yeah, but are we? So then we have to kind of we have to. This is why defining what the rules are to this thing is the criteria. Junior was running this is shit for a hot minute. 
It was, I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was for a time. I, June, I, I, I can agree. D twelve, that's for sure. That's true. That's true. Plus, G Unit had video games. I can't even front like G Unit had like video games and shit on PlayStation, and and, and had sneakers and and clothing and all kinds of. So uh, fair enough, fair enough. Um, and where's fifty? Fifty's fourteen. So I guess I could see. I could see that. Um, fair enough. All right, guys. Uh, we can do this all day. <laughs> Jeezy had niggas. Niggas couldn't wear snowman t-shirts because of Jeezy. In the South. We don't know what the impact of that was in, the, in, in, in New York. And, and, and West. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> you heard Kendrick Lamar. Last time I checked, I was a man in these streets. I, okay. Uh <laughs> Uh, okay, last thing, NBA. Now, I don't have a particular thing about the NBA. What do y'all want to talk about with the NBA? Greg, you can go. Uh, fuck the Warriors. They just got beat by the Lakers. It's just preseason, but it looked good. Uh, good, good. AD out there was looking like a monster. I think AD had, what, 22 and 10 in the first half. Even that's all they played, but it was pretty spectacular. Uh, what else is there out there in the NBA? Oh, uh, I don't think Kawhi has played. I haven't seen a game with Russell Westbrook yet because they play too freaking late or too early. Because they're overseas, so it's either 6 o'clock in the morning or and I ain't going to be staying to watch that shit. Game against the Shanghai Sharks and shit like that. So <laughs> I haven't. Uh, no, that's literally the name of it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't good that I laughed, but okay. <laughs> Um, shoot, I think Kyle Larry's got a contract extension for thirty-one million for one year, which I don't think that's out of control, ain't it? That's wild. Man, they were talking about he was, he was going to force a trade or get the extension. Well, nigga, you shouldn't leave Toronto then because I'm not paying your salary at thirty-one million. <laughs> so you go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, shit, we traded DeRozan. To get a championship, not we. They traded DeRozan to get a championship. Then the nigga who got the championship left. We don't need you no more. You've been a rebuild. You old. Bye, nigga. Thirty-one mm, mm. million for no Kyle Lowry. I ain't paying thirty-one million for no nigga who got zero points in the playoff game. Got of here. They got to do that though. They got to do that for future relationships. That's true. That's a lot though. They can't do twenty-five, twenty. <laughs> 30? Yeah, next. You need that 13. As a, okay, for question. Question. As a comparison, who else is getting paid $31 million this year? Mm. Uh, Harden, Harden, Westbrook. Curry, Westbrook, LeBron, <laughs> AD, I think it is. AD might not be. Um, I believe Kyrie and uh, KD are. If not, it's close enough. Uh, there's more niggas I'm forgetting. I think there's a nigga. Jokic, I think it's Jokic. Uh, Lillard, CJ, I think is getting close to that. 
and Cal and and then we have to also then so you have that list and then we put Kyle Lowry in there. Does that that doesn't seem to fit very well. Kyle Lowry NBA champion. Cheek butts. Fair enough. Cheek butts. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um okay. Uh I did not realize that um the the Atlanta Hawks was actually playing the Pelicans. I kind of I, if I did, I would have went to that game. Maybe not. I, it was a it was a work night, but I do want to go to more games. Um, and I do want us to, you know, travel to some of these fucking games. Well, one of these games at least. So we need to figure that out. George, Greg, yeah. <laughs> other niggas that ain't here. We got you. <laughs> you said what? We got you. Honestly, I didn't even know they were playing last night until I saw the highlights of Zion with this little dunk. I was like, oh, shit, that was Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Dang, that'd be fun to go to. Yeah, yeah. Um, who, and, you know, fucking Hawks tickets are uh, two cents on the dollar, so um, that, that'll that be easy. <laughs> hey, cheap but cheap. But um, <laughs> on the, on the, uh, on that same note as Zion, how do we how do y'all feel about Zion? Um, you know, how's he looking? What do y'all feel he'll do? Are we talking rookie of the year? What what, what do y'all think? I mean the the way he looked last night, hey, he was looking like a monster, man. I ain't gonna lie. But then again, it's Atlanta, so I'm not gonna sit there and be like, oh, this is how it's gonna be every day. <laughs> But I mean, he might as well—he might as well been running against a practice squad. Really, <laughs> like, he could—he could have played against the other Billiken players and had a, a better a better opposition. I mean, mm. hey man, he—he he was looking like a grown man out there. If he wins, he'll probably be off a of hype. I feel oh, like he's probably—he's gonna—he's gonna win rookie of the year off hype already. We already know that. Unless mm. if it's not him. Then because uh, Cam Reddish looked kind of good. Cam Reddish, he was he was a sniper last night. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, um, I think that's all. Anything else on uh, NBA? I think that's that's all I got. Mori tweet debacle. Yeah, I actually let's see what comes of that um, because I think that's going to be something that should should ripple for a, a little while. Um, I don't think that's going to go away easily, especially since it just happened what yesterday, two days ago. Um, so we'll we'll have an update on whether or not how on what we'll see what happens on that one. Um, see what see what uh what China <laughs> is going to uh, how they going to feel um, other than that uh, I think we are good is Jade there to close this out or I absolutely am alright guys well yeah. this was fun we talked about <laughs> some real shit today Talked about some sad stuff. Talked about some funny stuff. Talked about Carrick being disrespectful to Andre 3000. Oh, <laughs> we got this week. <laughs> Be sure to tune in next week and 
like, follow, subscribe, stalk in real life, all that good stuff. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.